friends, and welcome to the Dimension of Our Midnight Cake, a weekly transmission from the Nexus of Realities. I'm Soltis, and joining me are my friends and fellow trans-dimensional beings, Beaches and Doug. Umberdor, unfortunately, is recovering from parenthood and will be unable to join us. For this transmission, we will be discussing Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, the 2022 American superhero movie is the 28th in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and is directed by Sam Raimi, written by Michael Waldron and starring Benedict Cumberbatch, Elizabeth Olsen, Chiwetel Ejiofor, Benedict Wong, Xochitl Gomez, Michael Stuhlbarg, and Rachel McAdams. As usual, we will be proceeding with the discussion, assuming that everybody listening has already watched the movie, so there will be tons of spoilers all throughout. If you don't want anything spoiled, then stop this transmission, go see it for yourself, and then come back to the discussion. The events of the movie center around Doctor Strange protecting America Chavez from Wanda Maximoff, the Scarlet Witch, who wants to kill Chavez by stealing her powers to travel between universes and mother the children she made up in the WandaVision TV series. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness production was troubled by changing directors and writers, a tight schedule, delays due to COVID-19 restrictions, and six weeks of reshoots. Regardless, the movie has been a box office success, earning at the time of this transmission over $703 million against an estimated $200 million budget, and is 126 minutes long. If you enjoy our conversations and would like to contribute or contact us, consider visiting our website at OurMidnightCake.com and share the transmission with your friends. Join us next week as we will be discussing Jurassic Park, the 1993 Spielberg masterpiece. Did this get reworked? I, did this yes. get like scrambled yes. up during? Because this was going to come out before Spider Man, right? Wasn't it originally? Um, and it, well, the, and it got the release scrambled date was, and messed was up. Pushed or? back six weeks so they could do six weeks yeah. worth of reshoots. Some reshoots. Oh, okay. okay. For which they, saying, yeah. it's it's estimated that about eighty five percent of the footage was reshot. I read wow. something that I think okay. was the original version that had some differences, and not a lot of it was changed i can't say for certain but i read a oh, yeah like it's, lengthy, it's all rumored i, I don't have anything i, I, to I read a pretty lengthy plot description that seemed to be set in a slightly different version of this movie there were there were definitely some differences but it was mm. there wasn't anything huge i think the biggest thing seemed to be that um america ended up being wanda's you know captive a bit earlier in the movie she didn't stay with strange as long from what i understand it was and again there's no official report from disney so and there never will be (laughs) yeah there never will be take this with the the proper dosage of salt the the proper (laughs) amount of tablespoons of salt yes Um, cups of salt Okay, I need to find. I have copious notes. On this. I noticed. So the thing that bothered me: why was she not looking for vision anywhere? Oh well, yeah, there, there's no concern for vision. There's no concern I, for I her brother. Get her not looking for vision. Like because that's that's what we've gone through in WandaVision. She knows there's no version of vision that 
her vision, the vision she knows and loves that's going to be cool with her trying to do what she's doing. So that, that made sense to me. There's no, there's no vision that will accept my murderous. Yes. Tendency. Yes. So it to me, it made sense that she would look for a universe that didn't include him. Or, you know, why not a, a universe where either the Wanda or the vision were gone and the kids were orphans. And she could take the orphans. And why did she have to? Well, there was also know, the possibility. America Chavez said, hey, I, "I agree with you. Could you There's help me always... out here? I want to find my kids. Can, can you do that? She just make them again. Come on. Well, again, you t- you talk about <laughs> That's her true. asking America. Also. I don't think America was ever going to be cool with what she was doing either. Right. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay. But uh, as far as there being a Wanda there. There did seem to be the notion that she might need the Wanda to do the dream walking. Yeah, and that's potentially. a whole problematic thing on its own. Yeah, and we'll we'll, we'll get to that. The the whole there's a solution to every problem. I wish they hadn't included that line. So so yeah. is Bet is Bettany out? Then is he not? I haven't heard that doing stuff anymore, or is it just they couldn't get him for this film? Or I'm not sure. But what, I, uh, I just don't think there was everything. ever a plan to have him in. This. He just wasn't going to be in it. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. So the, the rumors about all that started with Scott Derrickson, the original director, uh, was reported to have left the production due to the heavy studio oh, interference. There was a different director, too. I forgot about that. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because okay, of the okay. demands of the studio, he didn't want to sacrifice his movie and his story as to be a stepping stone for someone else's future movie and story. So why was he involved in a Marvel project? Because that's all <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to continue Dr. Strange's story. And apparently there were too many checkboxes that the studio wanted this movie to do, wanted to progress Wanda's story, wanted to include America Chavez, wanted to do all these different things. And so he just said, nope. And then they got Sam Raimi, who I'm a huge fan of Sam Raimi. But he was not hired to make a Sam Raimi movie. He was hired to Mm -hmm. make the Disney product. That's why there's like three Sam Raimi scenes and the rest is like Mm -hmm. Disney. I read somewhere also that uh, it was they they were talking about it as though they got rid of the horror director. Because, you know, Scott Derrickson has made some solid horror movies. And I was like, (laughs) but Sam Raimi is a pretty good horror guy as well. Yeah. Yeah. And and from, from what I understand, it was originally going to be more of a horror mm. movie. And some of the and one of the trailers at least looked like it was going to be dark and really yeah, cool. Yeah. I thought it was fairly dark. And those are the best moments of oh, the movie and, that hit that yeah, tone. Yeah, and we'll get to that too. hundred <laughs> percent. About there is there were some times when they were kind of walking that R rating a bit. They were, and I thought it was awesome. If they had just lowered the camera a few inches. <laughs> <laughs> and and the, the production deadlines were incredibly tight. What Sam Raimi did is he did what the studio asked him to do and checked all the boxes, made the movie that they wanted. And the rough cut of the screening of the film did not go well, apparently. Two of the main problems being the America Chavez character came across as unrelatable and unlikable from, again, from what I understand, that direction was, it's not the fault of the actress, but the fault of the producer who mandated that the actress play the character a certain way. And that may have worked out really well in individual scenes and 
kind of a vacuum, you know, being snarky and that kind of attitude. But put together, the performance apparently was really, really terrible. And the other problem was Doctor Strange himself and his lack of an arc or anything to contribute to the plot, where he was mostly just reacting to what America Chavez was doing. And the six weeks of reshoots, apparently, it was mostly scenes where either America Chavez or Doctor Strange were interacting with somebody or themselves. So they didn't change anything too major about the actual story or events that were supposed to take place, but how they interacted with other So like, people. let's add a convenient thing that brings back emotional memories to humanize them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like that, <laughs> I was like, this is not the most random thing ever. Yes. How convenient. What did you guys think? I'd, I'd, I'd place this in my mid-tier of acceptable Marvel movies. Wasn't my favorite. I don't think it was awful. Something like a uh, maybe Avengers 2. Okay. So Age of Ultron. Yeah. Area. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some problems. Some, some problems. But, you know, n- not enough bad to throw me off. I'd probably watch it again. Not immediately. Um, <laughs> not immediately. <laughs> a lot of great spectacle. I'd watch and, it again, but not immediately. No, no, no. <laughs> I have not run back out to the theaters yet. Uh, it, it was just kind of a mess, but there were some moments I really liked. So, like, I had fun with it, but I looked yeah. at it and I'm like, overall, this is kind of messy, too. So, oh, yeah. My main problems come from the script and the writing. I think that the actors are fantastic. I, I think they're well cast. I think that they are yeah. incredibly professional to be able to make this movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, I don't have anything bad to say about the actors. And I think that they handed in some solid performances. The harshest criticism I've heard actor wise is John Krasinski. And what did he do? <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I've heard so many people say, I don't understand. You know, he's a terrible Reed Richards. Why did they go with that? And they obviously. What? Oh, no, 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 no. That's what Marvel fans have been asking for. I was going to say. I want to see a Fantastic Four movie with him as Reed Richards. <laughs> what are you talking about? So I really would. There's a thread of but stories around Reed there Richards needs where to he's, be about, some he's about that age and all writer. That. Yes. <laughs> For me, this is on par with Loki. I, I hated Loki. I hate this movie. They're fighting it out for me as the worst <laughs> of the Marvel products. It does. It seems symptomatic of some of the recent, like those shows. I see what you're saying. It has kind of that vibe. Of like, are you sure you knew what you were doing when you started making this? I found out later that it was written by the guy who wrote Loki. Oh, okay. Waldron apparently is writing the next Star Wars movie. And I cannot wait to not see that. (laughs) I don't watch this movie and think Sam Raimi. Right. I did. In several places. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, if you know, if you know, there, there, there are some flares of him there, in there. There's but a couple I, of scenes that are very Sam Raimi or shots that are Sam Raimi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But overall, I mean, we all know that the, the dream walking thing, I guess we're going to talk about that, but that whole sequence is like, so 100% so Sam Raimi. And it was yeah. probably my favorite sequence in the movie. <laughs> You know, the peas just start rolling on the plate. I, I the, thought the maybe, ocean in the teacup. I mean, that's like that's it's him. <laughs> the scene where they're um, was it like it was under a waterway passage? That scene that was a very silly bit of like jump scare horror. Oh, oh yeah. 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 <laughs> she just emerged, you know, and 
and of course the the hell beast at the end were very army of darkness in the way they were taunting and mm. Mm. <laughs> when they're all swarming what, what, her it was very when someone asked i read this week uh, someone asked like how could that uh, body have decomposed that badly and i'm like that's sam raimi okay yeah <laughs> he was just that body was always going to be an, a horrible zombie creature of, of the many things to critique this movie about that is not the one that has ranked high in my mind mm-hmm. um, See, and so I, like I those moments there were some I fantastic enjoyed. visuals in yeah. this movie a hundred percent but then there's like all this mess of like i don't know like you say it just seemed kind of slapped together the problems this movie has are fundamental not only to the characters but how competent stories are crafted nothing makes sense nobody acts like a real character the motivations behind the characters are surface level at best they try to make wanda a sympathetic character and like in wandavision they fail to understand how sympathetic characters slash villains are created now with the stakes the highest they could possibly be of all infinity being in jeopardy, there is no tension or sense of gravity of the situation because the characters and narrative are so poorly constructed. Any weighty moments are undercut with a joke or some throwaway action that could have dramatically changed the course of events in the movie had the writers paid attention to what they were doing. Apparently, Doctor Strange can transmute matter, which one would think would come in handy when trying to save all realities of ever, but it's just a party trick he does at a wedding. The characters are idiots, so the movie can happen. There's still no ramifications of Wanda's terrorism of entire town or catastrophic events like the blip or care given to the continuity previously established in the preceding films and shows. And even within the movie itself, there is nothing of substance in this movie. And it falls into this terrible habit Disney has of sidelining and disparaging their legacy characters to highlight and prop up some new character they actually wanted to make the show about. This is just a flashy and weak and then series of events that offers nothing by way of emotional investment. The movie falls apart if Doctor Strange is able to use portals at all. And that's where would a portal have made? Where would a portal have made a huge difference? And I realize that's like in every movie he's in, uh, mm-hmm. uh, he could have thrown out a portal and changed the entire outcome of the movie. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I agree. I agree that that's probably a problem for the any problem that he faced. Any problem that he faced, portals would have helped immeasurably. I mean, but I, I could say like also, why doesn't Cyclops just you know turn on full blast against a villain and just hit him until he's completely out of energy? <laughs> right. I mean, there's always that issue. Mm -hmm. But these are things that competent writers should be able to address in some way. Like maybe he doesn't have a sling ring to make portals or maybe he doesn't um, or maybe he's been spent and he's super, super tired and doesn't have the energy to do it or, you know, something. And these are things that I think that could be fixed with just a little bit of dialogue change. But instead we get, you know, a cool looking spell that could be super helpful later if he remembered that he could do that. I think there should have been more than one breakdance fight, but that's just me. (laughs) The music sequence was a breakdance fight, right? Okay. (laughs) It was. I was like, wait, why are we doing this? Fighting with music. (laughs) I mean, I really like that scene. I, I, I really enjoyed that scene. And that's something, you know, interesting 
that I, I found, but but I'm how, still how does it I, I don't know I don't know where a portal the... would have made a huge difference at any part of the movie. Really? No, like where any any problem at all? What, which, which, <laughs> Wanda arrives, portal her away. Okay. She can't make portals. Doctor Strange has been shown to have the ability to teleport people without their uh-huh. Uh-huh. you know without you know involuntarily. To, but you agree that if he stuff. just constantly does that, there's no movie. Yes. Yes. I do. So the writers need to figure out a workaround instead of just ignoring that he can do that. Fundamentally, his character is more intelligent than this. <laughs> and like he's got to make a vow not to make portals ever again. <laughs> but it's, uh, it, it's a lot I of spectacle just, and it looks cool. It just does not bother me to have a movie where Doctor Strange doesn't just constantly throw out portals. And maybe this comes from me playing Mortal Kombat and being, uh, you know, uh, roundhouse kicked a thousand times. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I, maybe I, I appreciate someone who doesn't. I like how we all use the cheap move over and over and over. (laughs) That's the only way you can beat that AI in Mortal Kombat 2. It's just jump kick, jump kick, jump kick. Absolutely. (laughs) It's the worst. There are there are creative ways that they could integrate that thing. And it doesn't have to be a constant thing. Like or like like if Wanda could somehow hamper his powers or like something could happen to create even mm-hmm. more conflict and even more of an arc for him, I think is kind of what you're getting at. Like he could lose something, something could happen to him that he's got to regain something. Well, and not, <laughs> not just that, but on, you know, to give him an arc, but yeah, this was an example that was brought up to me. And I, I think that it's fitting the, with star Wars, you have the force and there are light side force powers and there are dark side force powers and both sides can use telekinesis. The light side will typically do like a force push or a force jump or something, you know, to help them physically in combat. Dark side has the force choke, which is telekinesis, but used in a very violent and, and fatal manner. Mm. Like there are variations that could be done with portals and interesting ways to solve problems using those. I'm not saying that that's all he has to use, mm. but that someone like Doctor Strange, who has been shown to be not only incredibly intelligent, but incredibly incredibly diligent with how he goes about things, is capable of finding something creative with what he's able to do to solve a problem. Portal, you're falling for 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. This was something that took me... At, inevitably, these movies will do something where I'm kind of taken out of the movie and it's one of those, ah, okay, they did that thing. So what is, what, what's the first scene that takes place? Um, there's an alternate Doctor Strange helping America mm-hmm. survive an attack by a demonic monster. Mm-hmm. So we have the Defender sort of Strange. Like a mummy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Is that, a, is that what they're calling? Okay. <laughs> well, um, this, this is Doctor Strange from the Defenders. Right. If I, if I remember correctly, the same you know costume and everything and he's the one that eventually becomes zombie strange correct yes ponytail strange is what i call him but you know spoilers (laughs) (laughs) ponytail strange 
<laughs> I am, He's like, I'm apparently there's a version of me any part that of this movie to anybody. had a pun. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Okay, the more so, yeah. you know about this going in, the better prepared you are for what you will find. <laughs> so, so then what, the what took you out? Of it was the, the dream Shanti, sequence. I think it was. Yes. Now. That he says is the only thing that can stop uh, these creatures, I think. Mm-hmm. And so, and this, this scene sets up problems for the rest of the movie where we have Wanda who is sending these things after America Chavez. There's the whole thing about America's powers where, you know, if someone takes her powers, she dies. I don't know how anybody like knows her, that. Her life energy or something kind of, kind of works like, kind of works like rogue taking someone's power or life energy. Yeah. Well, so first question, how does anybody know that? If she is the only being of herself throughout all of infinity and all of the all of existence and dimensions and multiverse, how does anybody know one that she's able to do these things? Two, what her that well, she knows she's that, able that, to that, do them. That's stealing her power. Yeah, but how does anybody else? Because like, they've like obviously been working together for a minute. And and they know that stealing her powers will kill her. How? Maybe they've already tried. Maybe they've um, already tried. <laughs> they read the script. They read the script. How, also, they how do the they know script. how to take her powers? And how do they know that they would be able to handle them better than she can? If someone takes her powers, then the second problem arises where you haven't solved the problem. They kind of answer that. Someone will come after that person. Okay. So hit me, hit me with you're saying the opening scene sets up for some reason they want all of her powers. What maybe you, you we were don't saying, totally know why. For some reason, it kill her, kills her. Maybe they don't know. How would they know that? I think that's what... Yeah, that's that's one of my main concerns, is that I don't know how they know all this. I think oh, okay. they kind of tried to explain that. And it was with uh, Christine's, you know, ham-handed uh, speech about Doctor Strange always wanting to hold the knife, which I wasn't sure I understood what that meant when she was saying it. <laughs> I'm like he's a but surgeon. Now, he's supposed to. I, do that. I believe. I believe this is Doctor Strange. Is like he doesn't. What, what you're asking, he doesn't necessarily know that he can control the power better. He just assumes he could. Was my guess. I can accept that. <laughs> that's actually closer. Nope, nope. That's closer. I'm like, look. No, I, 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 well, uh, when she was saying it, I was like, what the hell is she talking? Yeah, exactly. About? <laughs> <laughs> Well, and that's something else is that is that Defender Strange. He's like, am I supposed to hand it to one of the other people? Like, I'm the like, surgeon. I have to hold the knife. It's like, I can't get it to the... <laughs> Here, Bill. Here, you're, a, you're an anesthesiologist. You can reconstruct yeah. nerves, right? I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, that's what it was. It was just a terrible surgeon analogy. Okay. Yeah. The assumption thing, I could, I could accept that. That's good. That's good. And I realize I'm making a lot of assumptions in this movie. <laughs> Probably yes. too many. <laughs> no, no, no. But but you're kind of forced to. So yeah. Well, yeah, because the movie doesn't explain anything. Yeah, you're kind of forced to. <laughs> it's just kind of this mission. Like things just kind I, of. I happen. also believe though th these aren't the kind of BS assumptions that I have to go home and work on for days. Though, like I, these were things I was assuming as I watched the movie. <laughs> okay, so we get Defender Strange, where you know, oh. Would have been nice if he could have if he could have done that thing that he did, you know, earlier. Or yeah, there's there's a lot of that where oh, you could have done that the whole time. Why didn't you just? But you know, maybe should have opened with that. 
had you been an intelligent character. And I was so happy to see Marvel finally doing the giants, ridiculous comic book monsters. And then they kind of ended. What was his, his name? Gorgoroth? Uh, yeah. And they ended him the same way the Suicide Squad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but Defender Strange decides, okay, I'm going to need to end your life to save all of existence, everything that is, was, and will be. Which I think is fair. I think that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> they play it like, whoa, dude, harsh. But but I, yeah, I think, like, yeah. Like, like he's, he's castigated as, as a villain or a terrible person mm. for the rest of the movie. And I would think that America Chavez throughout the rest of the film would have started questioning, is my life, is my existence putting everything else in jeopardy. Like, is that a price that I should pay? Is that something, you know, that, that would be some sort of growth there or they could wrestle with that concept, but they don't. But if we learned anything from Infinity War, it's that we don't trade lives even at the expense of half of the universe. <laughs> yes, or all of everything. All That's of everything. something else. Infinity. They, the, the concept of infinity is not one that the writer was prepared to wrestle with. Is anyone really? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> they, they, they should have left it. This is too much, and especially too much for the writer of Loki, as we saw with the this series was, Loki. This was definitely more like some of the multiverse of madness. <laughs> yes. A handful it, of the multiverse. A handful of the multiverse. <laughs> There should be at least one universe, one one example of a universe where Doctor Strange doesn't exist. Yeah. We don't mean a single actor we've ever seen before. <laughs> right? <laughs> Fundamentally flawed with that premise, with the premise of infinity and trying to... And then there's the Book of Ashanti. It exists for the entire multiverse. If anybody who can access the multiverse comes to get the Book of Ashanti to fix their problem. Well, they can't anymore. Guess what? Sounds like a hip-hop album. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) When that was destroyed, they destroyed all hope for anybody else. (laughs) Sorry, There there are The the ramifications of their actions cannot be overstated. (laughs) But then, like, what was the evil book? Oh, the Dark Hall. Necronomicon. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, Kato, Barata, Necto. They just needed to say that at Scarlet Witch. Yes. It would have been over. <laughs> but that one, like, she has one, right? And then, like, they go to like the other thing with Dreadlocks, dude, and Reed Richards, and like he had one. Mm-hmm. Like, so there's multiples of that. There aren't, but there's one Ashanti. Is that? Yes. Apparently, that's how it works. Okay. There's only one book of Ashanti, and. And our Doctor Strange said, no, that's a myth. And then apparently can I, Wong can knows I say about that it. He knows I was, that it's real. I was perfectly fine with them relegating Mordo's quest against wizards to um, off-screen material. Yes. <laughs> I, was, I was not looking forward to that as a sequel. Or a series. <laughs> as much as I like Chiwetel Ejiofor, mm-hmm. been a big fan since Serenity. Oh, yeah. Fantastic actor. He's great. Yeah, yeah he's great. I, I did not want to see all <laughs> No, but they allude to it. Yes. And okay. like, well, when? When has this taken place? <laughs> so now, now it was during that. the five years that Doctor Strange was blipped, 
Mordo didn't know he was gone. He was hunting for him. <laughs> um, <laughs> realized okay. he had wasted all those years. But I, I cannot believe that Doctor Strange did not know about the Book of Ashanti when he right. was the Sorcerer Supreme, especially with what had been established with his character in the first movie, where how he's able to astral project and just read constantly all these books and you know level up that quickly with his abilities and things. Did, didn't, like, these are um, things that he would want to know about. Didn't Wong say something about... He, it was a comment that I laughed out loud at, but that being something you learned when you got to read the Sorcerer Supreme, mm-hmm. the little Sorcerer Supreme book they give you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, and I can't believe that Doctor Strange would not read that book and, and be privy to that information. That was like the, uh, what, the President's Area 51 guide? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you become president, you'll know about this. <laughs> script is a, a horrible mess and there are no there are no through lines or arcs for the characters i find that infuriating any any semblance of a through line comes through wanda who is the antagonist so the people who are supposed to be rooting for have nothing to do they're, they're, there's no growth for them it's all reaction and it's one flashy scene to the next flashy scene with tonal whiplash all over the place it's a bad habit that Marvel has developed where they try and undercut any kind of meaningful moment with a joke. Yes. See, and that's why Spider-Man was so good because they didn't do that crap. Not that there weren't moments of levity, but yeah, but, but they let the moments land. Yes. I was going to say they let a heavy moment be a heavy moment where I think a lot of these things, it's almost like there's no stakes. It's like, it's just not consequential. Like everything just kind of gets brushed off instantly. And that's terrible because I do not know how the stakes could be higher for this movie mm-hmm. or for anything else going forward. I don't, I don't All know of what reality you do from here to, to increase the stakes for the next time. But this time, well, okay, it's, 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 the only real stakes, problem. The only real stakes in this movie was that Wanda wins and uh, America dies and she, uh, she takes over another Wanda's universe. I mean, I 100% no. believe that had she gotten the, her way, she would have left and, and, and done that. If that's true, then again, why did she go about this the way that she did? With sending She's monsters. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> First of all, everybody can't trust someone thought, who's insane. Like I've that. heard so many people say like, you know, why this again? Wasn't she, she, she worked through all this in WandaVision. I'm like, when? Where no, was no, the no, therapist? she absolutely did not, no. Yeah, there was just more tragedy at the end of WandaVision. <laughs> They'll never know so, what you sacrificed for them. <laughs> like, so oh my I, gosh. I, what I don't believe is that every other character seemed to think like, oh, I think she's good now. We'll go ask yeah, her for help. That's something else. Like, uh, like, like Loki, Doctor Strange keeps tabs on Loki, but uh-huh. apparently Wanda's fine to walk around and do whatever. So my first big problem, my first sense of like, uh, I thought they had done something wrong was when um, they're like, this has the whiff of witchcraft, you know? And he's like, oh, I think I know somebody who can help. I thought at that point, he, he was thinking this was Wanda, you know, Wanda's done this. But it turns out, I mean, at least it seems like he doesn't suspect her, at least until she mentions uh, wanting wanting them to have America stay with her. 
that that's when he starts to suspect. I thought he knew from the moment somebody mentioned witchcraft. And apparently now we're to believe that there's a huge difference between sorcery and witchcraft. And that, that brings up more questions and more problems yeah. with how does any of this work? I, I don't understand. I don't even have a rudimentary understanding of the magic systems at play here and what differentiates them to make them distinct or what one person is able to do with them or not. Well, Bron Wanda's is red and there's this like gold looking. Yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah. If that's the only difference, then apparently that's it. <laughs> and if I don't understand what, you know, a, a witch is capable of versus a sorcerer, what they're capable of and how they might be at odds with each other, then I don't care about what happens or how they use their powers to solve problems or to, or in combat or anything like that. It, there, there's no weight to anything that they do because. No, I believe we are led to believe from both WandaVision and what they say in this movie that Wanda is more powerful than any of them. I, I think that may, they make that pretty clear. They, they can say that, but. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. You can. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of tell don't show with this movie. It's one thing happening and then another thing happens and another thing happens and another thing happens. And if something else happened, like suddenly all of existence ceased, I wouldn't care. I would just, okay, so what happens next with how the movie has been constructed? There's no wait for anything that anybody does because there's no understanding of what they're doing or how it works or it ha it's a new and unique spell and many times it's counterproductive to what the situation would call for, even though he has been shown to know something that would be super useful and would actually improve the situation. Is that it's flashy and it's cool and we haven't seen it before, so he does this thing. I know. Why didn't he have 12 arms again? Like that. That was that pretty was cool. incredible. <laughs> <laughs> that would have thrown her off for at least 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> and, and going back to Wanda. Like the, the movie ended three or four times before it finally ended. People were trying to have conversations with her. Isn't it enough to know that the kids are out there and that they're being taken care of and that they're happy? No, it has to be, has to be these kids and I have to take, and then in the end, oh yeah, I'm What are person. these kids? Are we to believe that the kids she created are like some sort of like Wanda magic version of the kids she might've actually had in another universe? Or are these another universe where she's created kids and they just happen to still be alive. I don't know. I, don't either. <laughs> I have to say that's something that kept bothering me. Can Ryan we all agree know. that the moment where everyone in the theater wanted the movie to stop was when her voice started singing? <laughs> well, that was my least favorite uh, part. <laughs> I mean, but that was something oh, I my was least favorite part was the Illuminati. I was going to ask you about this. This is what I wanted to hear your opinion on, Soltis. What of the whole sequence with the Illuminati? Is absolutely asinine. I I loved it. I loved it. But didn't you love Agent Carter or Captain Carter or whatever saying, "I can do this all day"? Didn't you love that? No. You cheered and aloud in the theater. That was so sick. What? What, I, what in I her loved... life has led her to use that phrase? We understand that's a, that's an integral part of Steve's character. <laughs> and that he does not give up. Even That's when such a he, great moment in that movie. Knowing, knowing that from line, interviews, and I'm like, he just threw it away. Come on. Knowing from interviews that Patrick Stewart 
has consciously avoided doing any of the like the head touching or the the psychic to ha- see him finally do that i cheered <laughs> well you are happy he's he's story, in the right? he was in the cartoon hover car thing <laughs> yeah that was yes. cool and he's doing the x-men like he, oh and do you, do you realize that's the third time in theaters we've seen patrick stewart as professor x killed because oh yes i this is what i was worried that the spider-man movie was going to do is they were just going to flex like we can have a fantastic four now we can have an x-men now we can blah, blah, blah. i was worried they're going to do some crap like that and they didn't right so they're, they're just saving it for Dr. Strange. They're just doing it here instead. Here's all of our information. Several times throughout, the, throughout that one scene, Wanda could have been eliminated incredibly easy with what everybody is able to do in the Illuminati. With this, because the movie has to happen. How? Everybody, how? How? Yes, how? One, Portals. Portals. <laughs> Two, I honestly believe that she would not have let a portal um, uh, take her out. It, it would not have been up to her. He, he would have had to have been extremely lucky for that to have worked. I, I don't think so. If, I mean, if he, if they, they, decide... literally, they show her floating and ignoring uh, magical blasts that are just bouncing off her. She's that powerful. If he can decide to teleport thor and loki against their will to the his sanctum sanctorum he can teleport her wherever (laughs) (laughs) the one one thing that i will argue is i don't believe that captain marvel was killed that easily what what we've been shown of captain marvel blasting through ships what's what's with this oh yeah i get i get reed richards i get professor x i get no 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 i don't get them either (laughs) well i mean (laughs) what they're going for but I mean, what was with what was the Captain Marvel? Am I supposed to know who that is? Yes, that, that was her yeah, friend. Yeah, she's, that was yeah, her Air Force said, friend. Maria, mm-hmm. Maria Rambo. Okay, mm-hmm. I didn't watch I didn't watch that movie. So okay. would it would have had to have Nor seen. See, you, you should have watched Captain Marvel in preparation for this, as well as 10 X-Men films. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> uh, the, the the problems just keep stacking on uh, on themselves. Of Professor X, he's a level five mutant. <laughs> like the mind is his domain. He is the best at that. Like there is no reason that, assuming that this is the same Professor X from from the cartoon, from the comics, from wherever they want to pull from, that there's there's no reason that that should have happened how it did. And the same with Reed Richards. He is the smartest man and he's an idiot in this so that the movie can happen. Ugh, Reed Richards is so awesome. And Black Bolt. They really didn't do him Black Bolt with what they wrote Ans- for him. Ansem Mount returning from, what's, what was it called? The Eternals? Is it, not The Eternals. What's the, what was the show? Um, the Inhumans. Inhumans, that's the one, as, as Black mm-hmm. Bolt. Um, I, I, I thought that 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 was hysterical i loved it i, I loved it what I'm him no. his own brain i'm out? all fine yes with that that was one of those r-rated moments uh like yeah, Reed Richards. <laughs> he's just so horrified with his mouth being gone that he screams even though he knows and i will say during that well, again like like, I how, was, like where does I that was actually thinking 
Sultis like how this. how does that work? <laughs> is, is is he not able to just you know blow a hole through his skin? Like he he has to. His skin is so he would have except his... except the voice found an easier exit somewhere through his brain. How does that work? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's just screwing with you at this point. <laughs> <laughs> But especially with, with that Captain Carter line, I was like, Soltis hates this. I was thinking, <laughs> I was like, this is what he was talking about. That is exactly what I thought when she said that. I was like, I hate this so much. <laughs> How about she says something specific to her character instead of something convenient? Uh, you know, uh, if, anyway. we're, if we're being equal, why does it's not Captain like she Carter does... need a jetpack? Like, what, what's the deal? That may as well happen. <laughs> What is an Every, incursion, though? What, what is? I wish they had defined incursion better. I is that what happened when Picard met Kirk in the Nexus? No. <laughs> incursion. No, I think that was more like Picard meeting uh, uh, Whoopi Goldberg because she had already left the Nexus at that point. So that didn't make sense at all. <laughs> oh, you just one up me. That's good. <laughs> I can't. Oh, that was good. That's what what it comes down to is that. I expected better after 28 movies. What is, Oh, what is, I have, I have this written down somewhere. I was thinking so was it maybe that I didn't, that's a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> that might be actually, that might be the whole. <laughs> okay. So, so this is, this I, is I, the, I don't know this that is I did. The you just explained everything. Movie. <laughs> With, and there are 11 more movies in various stages of development. There have been 18 TV series with two specials and seven other series in development. The movies alone have grossed over $26.4 billion. I would assume that they could have hired a good writer to take care of <laughs> or, or you know, a team capable of solving the problems that they create for themselves. I have never seen a movie that hates continuity as much as this does. That's another one of the things that bothers me immensely is that not only do they either ignore or forget about things that have been established previously. And I, I understand that after 28 movies, there's a lot of stuff to try and keep in your mind and what's going on. But I don't think that you can have it both ways where you have a cinematic continuity, a, a cinematic universe where the actions of one character affect what happens with another character and ignore that at the same time. It, it doesn't work. It creates too many problems. Assuming that this is an actual continuity, the Marvel Cinematic Universe where everything is related to each other, where is everybody? Where are the Avengers? Where are the Eternals? Where are all the various heroes? All of existence is at stake here. I cannot believe for a moment that they would not have one way to get in touch with everybody and coordinate some efforts. And that's one of the problems of having stakes up this high, but with little regard for the continuity. This isn't some backyard brawl between two people who don't get along and it doesn't matter who wins. This affects all of reality forever and always again that concept of eternity is problematic and you 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 will claim that that didn't happen in spider-man no <laughs> <laughs> it was just a better movie up until then 
<laughs> it was a better movie. <laughs> any at any time that 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 the multiverse comes into play, and then you're mm-hmm. dealing with infinity, yeah. you have way too many problems to try yeah. and tackle. And that's what has happened with the comics, really, as they yes. reboot and reboot and reboot their universes, because it just becomes garbage after a while. Yeah, they, so they, really, they get what, to a point where they, they cannot sustain movies. This. These movies need a good reboot. <laughs> like you say, it's like just stuff. They just do stuff. It's like it doesn't. <laughs> well, it, just, it doesn't it's have a any heart or stakes. It's, it's a placeholder or, for the it's like next just, product. I, I, exactly. I will it's like they're just to making stuff to keep making that stuff. The reviews are definitely on your side. I was just not as confused by it as I'm. I'm reading people are. I I didn't see the mess that I'm hearing about. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> well, and it all that's, kind that's of made sense that, that, that I'm me. correct, in my opinion, because it, it's just my opinion. Yeah, well, um, right. I had fun with it. But again, it, it everything still just feels inconsequential to me. That's, you know, that was like my complaints with the earlier Spider-Man movies is like, I felt like they lost the things that made his character interesting. And then they finally brought those things in. And I feel like this movie is just uh, placeholder is the right word. It just kind of felt placeholder. Like I had fun I think, with it. I think just There's for some me, cool Sam Raimi crap, much, but I'd much rather bad. see uh, zombie Doctor Strange with wings made out of demons than yeah. oh that was an <laughs> yeah. amazingly cool visual. <laughs> so cool. Like when he was rising up and like all that hands and stuff are forming the cloak and it's really really cool if, if you could do a well-told movie that had that in it sure i'm i'm all for it but <laughs> if all you got is that i'm still pretty happy <laughs> now now not being the biggest doctor strange fan or wanda i like that you had him and you had her as the villain and i think in the comics even she goes back and forth a lot I think so. So that was fine with me having having a, a villain we knew and had been developed over a while. Is she dead? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> but to close up, give us a summation, Soltis. Lay it on us. <laughs> it's not a movie that I would recommend. You know, in good conscience. Mm. If you like interesting visuals, then sure, go for it. I was going to say a silly spectacle in the theater. Like I had fun. I don't know that I'll ever watch it again. I would say you really, you have to see this in IMAX 3D to get what this movie has to offer. Mm. And those tickets are not cheap. No. (laughs) Thank you for joining us in the dimension of our Midnight Cape. We hope you'll visit us again. From myself, Lumberdor, Beaches, and Doug. Thank you, and good night. Poor Bruce Campbell's character. I was going to be doing that for for what, like three weeks or so? I was let down by the Bruce Campbell I wanted more than one. One thing I wanted really? more than one Bruce Campbell. You were let down by the massive callback to Evil, Be- Evil Dead Two. Well, I mean, slamming his head on the thing, but I want, <laughs> I want more than one Bruce Campbell but cameo. Thank you. He's being tortured. He's going to be tortured now for what three weeks or however long that thing lasts before it wears off. What did he do to deserve that?
<laughs> this is showing that Doctor Strange is not the, you know, he's not the all-powerful wizard. Like, he's still growing. I wanted was, him to chop his the hand spell. off. That was the spell him. he had in hand that he had to whip out <laughs> to get through the situation. Now, I think that really Sam Raimi just wanted Bruce Campbell to have to slam his head against a yes. hot dog stand. Yes, that's what that was. Um, so that I appreciate. Did you actually. see the post credit scene? I watched the first one with, what's her name? Charlize. I don't know how you say her name. Okay, that was the second worst thing in the movie. Right. Okay, I did not when, stay to watch the second one. At the end of the movie, his third eye was fine. And the third eye on the other Doctor Strange. But in that post credit scene, it looked like they had photoshopped it off. What's going on it with was the third terrible. eye? What are we doing here? Oh, is that like what's, what's the significance for, uh, of the third eye? He's using the dark magic. Dark magic gives you a third eye. But the the post post credit scene, it was um, it was Bruce Campbell again. I I almost stayed because so, I was like, they're going to do more Bruce, aren't they? But he, he, I was like, he was nah, finally able to stop hitting himself, and he just looks he looks at the audience and goes, "It's over." <laughs> <laughs> If you got Bruce oh, Campbell, use him Bruce right. Bruce Campbell. People. Yeah. Yeah. What a horribly what was, underutilized talent. He's amazing. Were, were you guys aware of his post credits um, thing on the, I think it was the 2013 Evil Dead movie? No. No. Yes. You wait all the way through that. And it's like, it's like a silhouette of him. And he says, Hail to the King, baby. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But it's wonderful. 